Oh, I'm loving it. Oh, I'm we, I'm saying loving way too much because I mean I love Iron Man, I love Edward Norton, and I love, of course, Tom Cruise. I mean, good God, I love him. You know, would you like to go for round three, where the stakes can really change? Good God, do I have to pee? Shit. It always feels good to punch and kill Nazis. Go whisper sweet nothings to other elf people and shoot arrows. Egg on my face! <laughs> Stupid me. Something <laughs> Oh, oh, well, he lives another week. He lives oh, another- barely, barely. I'm taking horse tranquil- tranquilizer pills, <laughs> or something very similar. They're they're gigantic, and they. Make me feel somehow worse, I think. Oh, that's great. They at least give you, like, constipation? Because that's always fun. Oh, actually, quite the opposite. I I mean, I've... I think I've shit out my spleen, my liver, my kidneys. <laughs> oh, man. It, oof, Maybe you're evolving like... into a higher life form. You're going to get rid of all your organs, and soon your mouth yeah. will just seal up, and you'll you'll just communicate through thought. Well, I'll grow little wings, and then I'll move to the planet Saturn, I think, or Jupiter, and I'll fly around like a little fairy. And All by yourself. All by myself. It'll be great. <laughs> well, my kids are back here on Earth wondering, what? He was he had the flu for a week or so, and then now he's living on Saturn, I guess? I... <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yep. So, yeah, I, it's a dogs barking on your end and me barking on mine. <laughs> Perfect. Finally, an even recording. Yes, yes. This is balance. <laughs> I, I always like to strive bringing balance to the force. Mm-hmm. Oh, so how are how are you? Um, I finally got home at a decent time. It's the first week of new job, so it's kind of hectic and crazy and stressful. And I, uh, I, I actually, I don't have to go back to the office till like Wednesday, so that's awesome. No, oh, cool. I'm just gonna be working from home for a while, but uh, yeah, boogied on home today. I was like, "Hey, I might have time to record," so I booked on home. And wife is like, "Can you pick up some of these groceries?" And I'm like, "Yes, I can." So I ran to the grocery store and quickly got them and ran back home and walked in the door. And kids were chilling, and I was like, "Okay, now listen, everybody's got to be quiet because uh, Daddy's got to have a meeting." So you know, uh, go play upstairs <laughs> or go play downstairs, but just just be quiet or you know, okay. Uh, within 15 minutes, the dogs were fighting. One had to go out. The big one was trying to eat the little one. Uh, the one kid comes from downstairs and says, Daddy, the toilet upstairs is clogged, which is oh. always, you better run. Because when a kid says that, that means I just shoved an entire roll of toilet paper in there, which they did. And yep. luckily it yep. didn't spill over. But I was just, I, I, the last 15 minutes, I have been frantically running around the house solving problems to like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And we're going to have interruptions, by the way. My niece is going to get picked up, and then my uh, Holden's going to get picked up, and the dogs will freak out, and we'll have to have little breaks here and there. But at least we're going to get this done today. Yeah. And, you know, on my end, I'm, you know, I'll be probably having a little time out so that I can hawk up lungs and spit out the blob into my cup. <laughs> that- no, it's the, the things that I'm coughing up are, like, straight out of that 1980s The Blob movie. Like, it's... Multicolored, multi-textured, 
and kind stop, of alive. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to make me puke. That's gross. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He... I am. My throat's closing. Like, like right now, just listening to you. Just <laughs> so I, how do I... Do, do I sound nasally, though? Uh, not too bad, until you oh, okay. kind of hork a little bit. I, uh... Sold the house. There you oh, go. All right. Yeah. So good job. Business is do- going well. I that that sold within two hours of being listed. Not that our listeners are like, oh, great, wonderful. This is exciting news. But yeah, it's it's exciting to me because I mean, I it's, it's been something that I've been working my way up for the last six months now, and finally, fruits of labor are coming due. I like yeah, that. I do too. That's awesome. Uh, I'm wearing my glasses for the second episode in a row, in case you didn't notice. Uh, I went up last Monday to for LASIK screening, LASIK eye surgery screening. Mm. And they were like, well, I'm happy to report you are an excellent candidate. I was like, yay, can you get me in this week? They're like, yep, we can get you in Thursday. I was like, hell yes. Called me on the way home and said, oh, you wear hard contacts, don't you? Yeah. Mm. You're going to have to wait three weeks for your eyes to go back to normal size, and then we're going to have to remeasure. And I was just like, son of a... So now oh. i got to wear my glasses, which these glasses are dorky because we got them for like 20 bucks off of some website. Because I don't wear glasses much. I just wear them, you know, after dinner, you take your contacts out, you just wear them around the house a little bit, you go to bed. You get up in the morning, you wear them around a little for five minutes. I put them in the contacts. I'm good. Here I am wearing my hipster dark glasses. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you are seriously the fifth member of Weezer. That <laughs> You are straight up Weezer guitar player right now. Ooh. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> it sucks and it's weird. I hate it. Do, does your eye, Do your eyes feel weird having, like, not wearing contacts for a little while? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, my eyes are changing shape, I guess. Because my hard contacts compressed my eyes a little bit. Mm. We're so, both evolving. It's yeah. obvious. Oh, we're, yeah. We're I'm both... getting blinder every day. <laughs> and I'm getting sicker. I'm squinting more. I'm like, eh, driving's fun, especially at night. <sighs> I will say this about LASIK, because I had it done. It is awesome. Once it's all done and you're healed, oh, it's great. I got still 2020, actually better than 2020 vision. They, like, overcorrected so that as I turn into the old man that I am and my eyesight starts to drop a little bit, then you, you know, eventually you're going to hit 2020 and then you'll start, obviously your eyes degrade over, you know, and I'm like a thousand years old. So I'm, yeah, but I can still see. Yeah. So that's good. Well, uh, February 1st is my appointment. February. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's a Metallica concert for me. So we're both going to be having fun days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to listen to metal and I'm going to have lasers shot into my eyeballs. Sweet. Yes, you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, so we have, boy, we haven't really been bitching that much other than my... Oh, know. I could, but I'm not, yeah. I'm choosing not to. Let's just <laughs> go, I had a good day at work finally, and let's just go with that. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, for all for all purposes, like, work is going good. Um, and actually, my wife and I are, are talking about, you know, with how good this has been going, we're like, should we consider maybe uh, looking at our old hometown in Florida, uh, you know, looking at another cheap condo to buy and renovate and flip because we did really good on the other one like really good so we're actually cons- considering that even again just well and now that this is is your job if you find a condo then you like to do it in the summertime when the kids are off you could move down there for two months while it's happening yeah i oh don't don't i i already thought about that <laughs> i'm sure you did 
Then I'm yeah. here saying, you better take your damn snowball, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. that that This baby goes with me everywhere. This this <laughs> snowball, Mike, and our show has gone to Florida and back and I think yeah, it's Florida. Th- those were the closest episodes to never airing when you were using that other mic. Oh, because it was awful, awful. I worked. I had to work so hard on those tracks. Oh, my God. I wanted to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have that. Actually, I think that might that might be a toy for my kids at this point because that mic sucked. It's awful. Do not use yeah. it ever again. I'm Eric, by the way, and I'm Eugene. You ready to talk about some movies? I'm ready. Let's go to the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of The Roulette, it is Occupation up against Message from the King. Oh, I forgot you took that. Oh, I'm really excited yeah. to hear what you have to say about that. Hopefully, I didn't get any text messages, so that could be a good or bad thing. Uh, but you are up first, sir. Tell me about Message okay. from the King. Message from the King from 2016, directed by Fabrice Duels, I think is how you pronounce his last name. He is, as as we talked about on the last show, he is the director of Calvaire, which I really like, and Vinyan. Uh, so it, this is an odd one for me to review because I went in knowing the director and, uh, this does not play out like that director's other body of work. You. Uh, um, but, but having said that, this is a good movie. Uh, very, very straightforward plot until the very end. Of course, uh, Chadwick Boseman is this just badass dude from South Africa that shows up, uh, in Los Angeles, Looking for his druggy sister, and when he finds out that... I don't want to get too spoiler, but when he finds out bad things have happened, he just decides, well, I'm going to go whip ass until I figure out, you know, what really happened. And, uh, yeah, many, many people are hurt in this movie, uh, which I loved. Uh, Alfred... I, I was surprised Alfred Molina is in this. Mm-hmm. You know him? He was uh, the... Oh, yeah. uh, he was the in Spider-Man 2, he was Dr. Octagon. Doctor Octopus, Doctor Octagon. Good God, <laughs> he's an MMA fighter. He carries an octagon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, Luke when, Evans I hear, is when, also... I, when I hear Alfred Molina, though, the very first thing I think is Raiders. Mm, that's right. He was in Raiders, wasn't he? For a was hot, he? for a hot minute, the very beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the. Uh, yeah, did he get the knife in the head? How did he buy it? He didn't get the or knife. Did he get in the all head. the darts in the back. He got the darts in the back. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and Luke Evans is in this. Luke Evans is uh, always good. Uh, but th- this was a very good movie. I. It's not a like total total gem in the rough for me. Uh, I think honestly because of the director, like I was expecting a little bit more. I almost wanted a little bit of weirdness in there, and it it was just very straightforward. Um, and here's. Here, this, here's the shady characters, and here's why they're shady. Here's kind of what they're doing, and here's why he's going to get revenge. And uh, it plays out like it like it should. And then there is a little zinger at the very end that I'm like, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. That was cool. And even and you had said something about that, uh, but I still wasn't prepared for it because I, you know, towards the end I'm like, okay, this is pretty cut and dry here. And here's a kind of a gory type ending. All right, nice. And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, and, I had said the same thing. About like, like the thirty seconds worth of like him going home, basically, right? Right, but we and we yeah. don't have to spoil it because we both know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it totally took me aside because I was like, "Wow, that really changes how I look at the entire movie now." Like, why he was so good 
at doing yeah, what he, he did. Yeah, he was. I was like, yeah, wow. The whole time we thought he was one thing and he was something very different. But that's, yep. I really liked that. That was cool. So it that gets a thumbs up. That uh, if I would have had that on the roulette, that would have probably made the top ten. No, would I mean it's not like the best of the best for me, but because this isn't typically my type of movie, but yeah, they, I, I will I will take these roulettes all week long. Unfortunately, I usually don't. <laughs> it sounds to me like we have the exact same review on Message from the King, which makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Stuff. Occupation. A small group of town residents have to band together after a devastating ground invasion. As they struggle to survive, they realize they must stay one step ahead of their attackers and work together for a chance to strike back. But, and like this movie, there was a whole lot of words right there that were very generic, and you could have just said, well, there's an alien invasion, and they gotta fight back. That There you go. Instead of, hmm. they realize they must stay one step ahead of their attacker. Duh. Anyway. Uh, the movie itself, it was okay. At two hours, it was a bit long, but then as the movie went on, it was like, boy, they're really cramming in a long timeline of stuff. Like, at one point, it, it fast-forwards like six or nine months or something, and it's like, okay, now everybody is, it's real desolate, and everybody's really fighting. It starts off kind of Independence Day-like, and then... <sighs> they fight the aliens. It, I, it was okay, it, but I, I, it could have been a lot better if they had trimmed it up and shaped it and formed it in a in a more interesting uh, way and had a just a better angle on the aliens. I think. Uh, yeah. Now it's been a week since I watched it, and I'm trying to remember what even the was there a twisty point like skyline where they're like consuming people or something, and I don't think oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It was a week ago. Ah. Uh, Good good effects though, pretty good effects or the effects? No, the effects were pretty good. I give them credit for that. The acting was kind of spotty, and another thing that kind of annoyed me. No, I'll I'll just come clean with it. It really annoyed me. Is I mean at the beginning there was a football soccer player or no rugby player. They're having a hometown game or some I don't some shit. Anyway, uh, right before the game, the guy's girlfriend tells tells him that she's pregnant. Which then, of course, in the movie, we fast forward six, eight, nine months or whatever, and she's huge and big, and they're on the run, and then, of course, when the aliens are on foot attacking, then she's having the baby, and so there's mm. uh, lots of screaming. Like, my mom was a, a nurse that delivered babies, and yeah, she said it's not like in the movies. It's I mean, sometimes that might happen, but in the movies, every single time, the woman is screaming their head off, bloody, violent murder. And that's how she was screaming, like she was being tortured to death. And then they saved the baby during the... Mm-hmm. Got rescued, and... I just didn't care. Occupation! You can take that So it that doesn't one. sound like a complete, like, worst of the year roulette. No, but it definitely yeah. would be in that big, fat, meh kind of category. Okay. And it's too bad, because some of their special effects and the alien costume design and stuff were, were really cool. I thought they did a really good job with that, but there was just a lot of cliché dialogue and cliché characters where it's like, we've seen this all before. Oh, you're the one who freaks out when they say, oh, we gotta be quiet and hide from the aliens. Mm-hmm. You're the one that ah, ah, and runs into the, you know, okay, that's you, you're dead. Um, uh, there's the one jock asshole guy, and he's all, always got to butt heads with the other guy who's trying to be a leader too, and it's like, oh, we, uh, Alpha male! We've seen this, we've seen this. 
but done better. So it was okay. If you're a hardcore sci-fi guy, I guess it, it, you, you won't be bored, I guess. But uh, anyway, let's move on to other stuff. So okay. Done with that. What you got? Whoa, here oh. we go. Shut up, Demi! Shut up! I gotta scoot the couch out. Because she can okay. look out the window, you see. Ah, oh, shit. No. Oh. And one more thing, just while we're at it. Scotch. Stay in here, you idiot. Little dog's like, what's big dog barking at? I should go out there. No, because then you'll get attacked. Mm-hmm. Do they get along at all? Yeah, sometimes. Demi just wants to play. And she's she's 70 pounds. And like seven months old, you know? So when she plays, she like stands up on and puts her legs up like, I'm going to tackle you. Well, the dog is this. Is, it's, he's six inches yeah. off the ground, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if an elephant stood up on its hind legs right in front of you. You'd be like, holy shit. Even if the yeah. elephant was like, hey, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. What you got for me? Okay, so first up is Godzilla, the Planet Eater. In 2018, a new anime on Netflix, hour and 31 minutes. Humanity, their alien allies, and Godzilla all enter their endgame as the powerful destructive entity known as Ghidorah, right? Arrives on Earth. I think it's Ghidorah or oh, something. Uh, a creature. I don't know. I'll look it up. Okay. Um... Next up is Goldstone, which we've already had that on the roulette. It's going to be one of those that just stays up there till someone takes it. Hour and 50 minutes, crime thriller from Australia. And this is a, basically, it's a cop thriller and missing persons, something or other. And it looks really, really good. And one of us shall watch that eventually. Will it be you today? We shall find out. And lastly is Solo. And this is not the uh, Han Solo movie. This is another... Netflix movie that just kind of popped up, and it looked interesting, and it's got an hour and 31 minute runtime, which isn't too bad, uh, Hugo Steuven directed it, whoever that is, after falling by a cliff on a desert beach, a seriously injured surfer starts a lonely fight to survive against the merciless nature, which sounds, ex I think this is a true story, based on a true story, uh, that pretty much sounds exactly like the whatever hours with, um, uh, with Danny, Boy Danny Boyle's movie. Oh, uh, 70 some hours? I don't know. Yeah, that, whatever that is. So anyway, there you go. Uh, that's, uh, to me, honestly, that's probably the most, mo the most. <laughs> uh, that's the most roulette of the bunch just because it's probably subtitled and, um, yeah, it's just, that's, that feels roulette-y. Yeah. Uh, okay, coming your way. You're getting some roulettes this week, because I had three two-hour movies that, uh, last week, so buckle up. He's out there. While vacationing at a remote lake house, a mother and her daughters become pawns in the twisted game of an axe-wielding psychopath. 89 minutes. 2359. When an army recruit is found dead, his fellow soldiers are forced to confront a terrifying secret that's haunting their jungle island training camp. Uh, that one might be subtitled, but only 78 minutes. I'm keeping the runtimes short. Yeah. And lastly, this is your safe pick because this is from your list. Uh, Night Creature, 1978, 93 minutes Amazon. 
A big game hunter becomes a killer, uh, brings a killer leopard to his private island and turns it loose so he can hunt it down. However, unexpected visitors arrive at the island and interrupt his hunt. And so there you go. Okay. Uh, for uh, oh, you get to go first. Uh, okay, so for me, um, boy, you know, two young kid actors. Boy, that sounds awful. So I'm going to take he's out there. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yep. Wow. Nice. It's horror. It might be good. I don't. I didn't think I'd ever get you to bite on that hook because of the age of the kids. But I guess. Oh no! It's gonna. I, I can only hope that it's gonna be obnoxious, like the kid from the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm tempted to take Godzilla because that's part three of that anime series. That's uh, in three parts. Like this is mm-hmm. the final act. Hmm. I'll take Goldstone. I'll get that. Yeah. I'll get that guy checked off because I'm going to watch that Godzilla eventually. Even though I I did already start it and I was really bored because it was really talky. I was like, come on! But I, now it's part three. I have to finish that shit up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay, there you go. Next week on the roulette, it will be Goldstone up against He's Out There. At least the title's you know great and very uh, inventive and. Ugh. No, why, Eugene? Why? I don't know. I don't know why, but they put new things on Netflix, and you want me to put them in front of your eyeballs, and yep. there you go. There's uh-huh. there's an axe in the description. I'm like, ooh, Eugene. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that enticed me. Well, we'll see. You never know. You never know. Hey, I got a pretty good idea. Okay, we never decided anything for second <laughs> segment, so I thought no, we could but... just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I but, but I've got some stuff here. Uh, some... Uh, one of the nice things about January being the dumping ground for cinema is that the fucking dog shut the fuck up. Trailers start dropping. Yeah, for summer stuff. And do you mind? I'm trying to record a podcast over here. Is your dog... Oh, he's lapping water and eating, so his license is hitting the bowl and going, tink-a-tink-a-tink-a-tink-a-tink. Oh, I, I hear it. I hear it. Can you just lay down? No. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Scotch. Go lay down. Love you. <laughs> um. Um, 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 um. Uh, so a couple of trailers have dropped, and one is dropping today at some point. John Wick Three, Parabellum or whatever it's called. Uh, so that that one's dropping today. I haven't so I haven't got a chance to see it. There, uh, the Spider Man new Spider Man trailer dropped, Far From Home, which looks good. And I've that kind of, good. I've kind of turned around on that Homecoming. I, the second time around, I enjoyed that quite a bit more than the first time. Uh, I wanted to get your t- another trailer dropped today. The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Big and then the Bigfoot. Have you heard about that? I heard about that, but I haven't seen... Did you watch the trailer? No, it just hit while I was about to hit record. And I was like, I'll just have to check it out after the show. And lastly, I wanted to get your take on the teaser... Teaser for the teaser, teaser, whatever. Proof of concept, whatever the hell it was, from Jason Reitman for Ghostbusters 3. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. That's what I wanted to get your take on, those movies. Okay. Well, first of all, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot, um... I, I... I cannot 
imagine that that, I mean, that, that title is so great. I can't imagine the movie's going to be remotely good, but it does have a good cast. I mean, have you seen who's in this thing? Sam Elliott's in this movie? Yeah, that's the, the big one for me where I'm like, oh, this has real potential. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm guessing Long we'll get a, a hobo with a shotgun this? level of entertainment. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. I'm, I'm looking to, I'm trying to see what, like, what the budget was on it, and I, uh, I don't see anything here. And I have a feeling that this is going to be probably one that pops up. It might already be available on, uh, like, Voodoo or whatever streaming oh. service, because it doesn't seem like that's one that's going to go to the theaters. Yeah, probably not. But Ghostbusters, let's talk Ghostbusters real quick. Um, do you think that this is actually going to happen? Oh, yeah. I, uh, really? Yeah, I do. I mean, that was a teaser. Like, I think it's coming in 2020. Really? Uh, okay. That was well, like we'll a, it was like an announcement trailer or whatever. Okay, I was okay. I wasn't sure if that was like Reitman's like I'd like to make this. Here's my little trailer that I made, and let's hope that it gets made. Twenty years later, no. Uh, did the other? Did the last one do okay? I think it just like did okay. It didn't no, do I mean, it barely did okay. I I liked it, but it. I mean, I, I'm not even sure if it hit its budget with with. Uh, I mean, it didn't do the greatest over here. And I don't think it did very good uh, foreign markets. And I don't think that, that the Ghostbusters name is really that big elsewhere. I, of course, I could be wrong. I don't know. I just... Uh, it, $144 million production budget worldwide, 229 So Oof. that's it's not great, but it's one of those where it did just enough to maybe be okay. Yeah. But I doubt they're going to give them $144 million. How did that cost that much? I know. I mean, there's a lot of CGI and some of it's good, but uh, I don't know. I mean, so do you think that they're going to get like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie no, Hudson? No, no, no. From what I've heard, it's a sequel set in that universe, but not necessarily with any of those guys. Like it'll be their kids or nephews or some shit. I wonder. I, I wonder if they would somehow try to tie in the uh, the ladies from the reboot, or is that done? That's like it crash and burn. We're moving on. Probably moving on, because that was the big controversy. Uh, big controversy. I guess for people that were huge Ghostbuster freaks, I, we talked about this before in the show, but I'm like, just relax. Who? It's Ghostbusters. It's not that big a deal. But apparently some people are way into it and were seriously offended that they were all girls this time or something. I did agree yeah. with the complaint, though, that it should be set in the same universe. Just let it keep going. Who cares if it's all girls? And they didn't do that. They went no. out of their way to not do that. And that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I was just like, eh, it's kind of dumb, but I, did, I didn't have any real major feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. So this one here will be in the Ghostbusters 1 and 2 universe then, whereas the other one is in no, alternate land. Literally no man's land. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but if they do make Ghostbusters 3 and it's a whole crew of dudes, you, you're going to hear that controversy come up again about all, everybody that was mad that it was all women and now it's going to be... Uh -huh. God, that's so dumb. I know. Just make a good movie. Yeah. That's it. The end. Really? Make, it, make it good, please. Which, again, I I, I enjoyed the uh, the all-female cast Ghostbusters. I thought that was a fun movie. It was. It's not perfect, but... And actually, upon rewatch it, it, like... When you know some of the jokes, it's like okay, it's not quite as funny as it's, you know as the first time, and some of the CGI is a little bit shaky, but it's still fun. I I liked it. I thought it was okay. I didn't have a problem with it, but I'm not as emotionally yeah. invested in Ghostbusters verse yeah. as everybody else is. Yeah. 
I really love the original. I mean, I'm that that holds a special place in my heart. Like that, that was I was ten years old, and my mom took me to see that in the theater, and it was that was cool. So your I'm, your I'm, parents I'm, took you to something with ghost in the title. Uh, like my yeah, parents no. would never. Well, see, I wonder if like back in the day. There was no internet, so it's just like, well, we hear this movie's doing really good, and it's PG, and the the you know the logo or whatever is cartoonish looking, the you know the ghost behind the big yeah you know crossed out circle, and so they I can't believe that she took me. Dad didn't go along, of course, but I cannot believe that she took me to see Ghostbusters, and they took me to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and I'm like, I can't believe some of the movies that you guys took me to see back in the day, and now, like, you pretty much hate all movies. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yep, so, yep. And and it's funny, too, like, I, I watched Ghostbusters when I was probably, oh, for the first time, I mean, I was probably 16 or something. I was well old enough that it wasn't scary. Uh, yeah. But then I didn't watch it for a long time, and then when I did, when I was a full adult... I was surprised how much kind of demony stuff was in there, like Zool and mm-hmm. uh, whatever with, oh, and there's blowjob jokes and uh, yep. there's some adult stuff in there. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was <laughs> fine with it, but I just, I was shocked because I didn't remember it from my first viewing. Oh, and Sigourney Weaver, yeah, getting all sexy. And I, and I, I always have to think back to like moments like that. And especially, you know, Tom Cruise and, and the horse scene in Top Gun. And this, that <laughs> I was sitting in the theater with my mom and dad and like, Oh, I'm somewhat aroused and awkward because I'm sitting with my mom and dad. And uh, this is great, but kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene sitting in the theater, punching himself in the crotch, going more, more, more. Yeah, down, boy, down, down you. <laughs> but more, but more. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously like I I will never forget the Top Gun uh, viewing because it was like a packed theater. We got there late and we were like practically in the front row. And I I think where we were on vacation. And this was back in the days where like, I I this is weird that I actually remember this, but we had one trailer in front of Top Gun, and that was for Eddie Murphy and the Golden Child, whatever that was. <laughs> and that was the only like unless we got there late, and I don't think we did. There was one trailer, and then the movie started, and I loved it, especially that one scene where they. Tom Cruise licks a horse. Yeah, they just mash their faces together. Oh, they they just mush. Mush. (laughs) You really need to watch Firebirds so that you can see the exact same movie, but with helicopters and orange instead of blue. And Nicolas Cage, right? Oh, yeah. But Kelly McGillis isn't in not Firebirds. Yeah, but that crazy chick is. Uh, What's her name? hmm. Uh, I think it's that crazy chick. Or is it Ally Sheedy? I get them mixed up sometimes. The crazy chick from Blade Runner. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but... Um, yeah, she has, a, like, mental yeah. health issues. Like, for real. Yeah. Oh, she does? Oh, yeah, she was crazy. She went over and, like, climbed Tim Burton's fence and ran to his house to try and get the role of Catwoman, and... Like, she was nuts. She had real huh. issues. That's why you didn't see her in a lot of movies after after oh. Blade Runner. Huh, you know that Firebirds is on Blu-ray, so... Hmm. <laughs> hey, if you like Top Gun, you, you've got no excuse. Just... Yeah, I, it was the other night, I was like, actually, to celebrate the the selling of the house, I'm like, well, shit, should I watch Top Gun in celebration? Because that's a celebration movie. Like, that is that is my feel-real-good movie. But I didn't. I didn't. Now, oh, but that's going to happen soon. I really need to... Yep, I was right. Sean Young. Sean Young, yes. Beautiful, beautiful woman, but yeah, she has uh, real mental problems. I think. Hmm. I say that, and not I'm not mocking. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's very unfortunate. I wish she would have got more work. 
But uh, yeah. and I'm not saying you know Tom Cruise and the horse in a bad way either. I'm just oh yeah, it's very polite, <laughs> very very sincere. <laughs> oh, it's one of those top gunny shows. Okay, yeah. these, uh, any thoughts on John Wick three and Spider Man? Uh, I think that that uh, Spider Man looks quite good. Who is Jake Gyllenhaal's baddie character? Is he someone I should know about? Mysterio. Is... That name sounds familiar. He has like a fishbowl on his head. Yeah, you know what? I think that we have uh, one of the Marvel coloring books, and I'm pretty sure this is like not from the movies, but I I'm pretty sure that character is in one of my kids' coloring books. Uh, basically, I can give you the background on him a little bit here. Hold on. He is. Uh, he was a. I'm just gonna go straight off memory. He was a special effects guy in the movies in the movie business, and something got cast out or something ruined, maybe because of Spider-Man. I don't know. But then became a villain and used all his knowledge of special effects to make it appear like he has powers. So if you watch that trailer real closely, it looks like Mysterio is flying around and fighting. There's a big water person or something. And then there are glimpses later on of a rock person and a fire person. So my stab at the plot of this movie is either Mysterio is using his special effects to conjure these beasts or what looks like beasts and then pretends to fight them so he can look like a superhero. Mm. Or there's another possibility that, and I could be wrong on the powers of this guy, but uh, what's his name? The Absorbing Man is another Marvel villain. He was in the, no, it wasn't the, he was in Ang Lee's Hulk, Nick Nolte at the very end or anything. Oh, really? Okay. Anything he touched, he could become, remember? And he yeah. would fly around. Yes, I it was do. Crazy. Yeah, so it would also, but I, I don't remember if it was like with the comic books that Absorbing Man could get so big because in the trailer, he's in three forms is huge. Well, at one point he's water and he's like this big giant and another part he's fire and is a giant and another part he's rock or gravel or sand or something and he's giant. But it, I, he could, if that is the Absorbing Man, not just an effect, then it could be Mysterio has joined forces with the Absorbing Man to make him look like a, ser- a superhero or maybe he's actually trying to be a superhero and fighting Absorbing Man. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. It might not be Absorbing Man at all. But I, I always liked that character, so it would be cool if it was him. I'm curious what, like, because, well, spoiler, as we know, Spider-Man is, poof, gone after Infinity War. Yeah. So, obviously, he's coming back. Where do you think they're going to go for Phase 4? Because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, one movie away from being done with uh, Phase 1. We're, I'm, my wife and I are watching all of the Marvel movies in sequence, well, that's the other thing uh, I want to do with this middle segment is get a Eugene uh, MCU update. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm happy to report that uh, we are loving this. This is so much fun. Uh, and I think it, it helps that we started with Captain America, the first Avenger, because that movie kicks ass. And it go, just go sets through the it, tone. Dude. Go through it. Break them down. Um, okay. Um, we want it to go in order of the timeline, pretty much, just so that we can, like, the whole Infinity War thing... or. The Infinity Stones. There you go. And so we really are paying attention, and my wife too, because she she loves the Marvel movies. So we really are paying attention and like seeing the little hints thrown out. Um, I actually have a new appreciation for Iron Man two, even because that's one that I watched. I mean, honestly, I don't know if I've watched it since the theater because it was like, oh, that was a step down from the first one, and I really liked it. Even it, towards the end with the whole robot stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember this, and this kind of meh, but. The introduction of Black Widow and War Machine is great. I think that Don Cheadle is great. When I mean, they recast his character, and I think that 
great recasting. He is a great actor and fits the role perfectly. But uh, my honestly, the biggest letdown for me thus far, we're we're ready for uh, the first Avengers movie. We finished that. We're, Thor was last night. Okay, well, hang on. Uh, Let's go one at a time because I'd like to respond okay. a little bit. Okay. Uh, Iron Man 2. So I guess I should back up then because I'm jumping all over this. So Captain America was the first one that we started with, which was awesome. Awesome. And I've loved that one since the theater. I thought it yeah. I came out of the theater. Well, I, I, did I see that with you? No. I, you saw that by yourself and you were like, dude, you really should go watch that movie. And then I, my wife and I went and see, saw it. Yeah, I think maybe we were texting about it, but I I don't know. Or I was texting somebody. And I said, what I want to see is him go into the ice at the end of this movie. That's what I want to see. And they did it. It like it was all set old and he went in the ice and then he came out. I was it blew me away. I loved it. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, eh, or a lot. Of, I don't know. Some of the websites I go to, their general consensus is that movie is about somewhere between a three and a five. And I'm like, you're out of your mm. mind. That movie is freaking great. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I actually think that of all of the ones that I've seen thus far, I think I enjoyed that one more than the Iron Man movies, two, the parts one and two, and even Thor. Uh, it's just such a damn good movie in the effects. And I just, I like that almost Indiana Jones-ish feel of, you know, from that, that era and the... Well, I, it, it always so feels good. good to punch and kill Nazis. Exactly. And that's essentially what they're doing, because Hydra is essentially like this hyper version of Nazis. Mm-hmm. So, very, very good. But Iron Man, it's funny, like, so we started Iron Man, and, like, right from the get-go, Tony Stark makes some comment about, you know, he takes a picture, like, oh, post it on MySpace. I'm like, oh, ouch, you're dating yourself. <laughs> uh, and even the phone that he uses in the first Iron Man, I'm like, that thing looks kind of cheesy now. It's not, yeah, it's uh, got buttons, it's not a smart screen or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, the, the second one, he has a different phone, and it's a little bit better, but it's just funny to see, like, that's another reason why... I liked Captain America so much is that it's not dated. Like it, they set it back in the, you know, World War II time. So it's, it's not dated. Whereas the first Iron Man is starting to get dated. Uh, and Iron Man 2, maybe not so much, but, uh, it's still a fun movie. And Thor is. Iron Man is, well, you're going fast again. The Iron Man is still, yeah. the, the first one is still the best in my opinion. I really like that one. It's just a, a contained story. We've talked about that before, but it's mm -hmm. more of a contained story. It's not a world ending kind of event. It has a, uh, I mean, I guess it does have more than one villain, but it's a great origin story, even with its little flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that, so my biggest disappointment thus far after Iron Man was the Hulk. And that was the, what was it? How how old is the Hulk now? Ed, Ed is, Norton, Lewis Lutter, 2003, yeah. maybe? Oh, uh, no, that was actually Ang Lee's one. This is 2008. Okay. Well, I got one Hulk yeah. date, yeah, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Liv Tyler's in this, so minus one star. <laughs> Tim Roth, but plus one star, so we're even keel there. Uh, Edward Norton is really good in this, although I'm so used to Mark Ruffalo at this point that it's like, well, he's the Hulk now. But still, you know, I, Edward Norton is, a, not only is he a great actor, he's one of my favorite actors. I love Edward Norton. Um, that sounds weird, but I do. <laughs> no, it's too late now. One of the things I yeah. love most about the Hulk series, though, is that they're all, even though they're they're disconnected and they have three different actors, is that, uh, well, I guess Ruffalo hasn't made a solo Hulk movie yet, but uh, all three, the storyline is connected from all three. At the end of Ang Lee's Hulk, he runs off to South America. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of The Incredible Hulk, he's in South America doing like was helping stuff and at the end of the incredible hulk he's working on meditating so he can control the hulk and then you get to 
Is Avengers the first one where we see Ruffalo? Yes. Yeah, and he tells you, oh, I, I can control it. I'm always angry. Yeah. I like, I like that through line. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, so Ang Lee's Hulk, does that one tie in? Like, is that a part of the MCU? No. Because it's never mentioned. No, and most people try to deny that the Incredible Hulk is as well. Oh, it is. That's that, like, there was some stark stuff in there, like some of the... Oh, the, there's, he's in it. The sting, what? He's in the stinger, the stinger at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. sorry, Marvel fanboy, but that movie is in your canon. Yeah. Uh, uh, then after that is Iron Man 2, which you talked about a little bit already. Yeah. Uh, I liked that movie, and I didn't... I mean, I understood that it maybe was a step down a smidge, but I didn't think it warranted the hate that it got, and it, right now, I mean, it's that and Thor 2 are the most hated in the MCU, I think. And I've, I got it on Blu-ray cheap, and I've watched it multiple times over the years, and it, every time I watched it, I'm like, that's not bad. Yeah, like, Tony Stark is funny, and it's, it's, it's not perfect, but I really enjoyed it, and so did my wife, and, uh, I, now, real quick, I want to back up to Incredible Hulk one more time sure. here. William Hurt is in this as General Thunderbolt Ross, who, I, when I saw him, I'm like, I feel like he's been in another Marvel movie, but maybe not. Oh, yeah. Or is... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. So, there's another, That's there's another, another yeah, connection. Yeah, absolutely. He's in uh, Civil War, with the Sokovia Accords. He was ah. in... He was in Infinity War as a hologram. He's talking to War Machine when Captain America and those guys come back, and he says, arrest them immediately. And he goes, yep, okay, and turns off the hologram and goes, well, that's a court-martial. Interesting. So, and people are actually saying that this is not tied in with the rest of the MCU. Give me a break. They're saying it doesn't count because it's, yeah. yes, it, it sucked. And it's like, one, it didn't yeah. suck. And two, no. it, sorry. Yeah. You hired Lewis Lutterer. You knew what you're going to get. Yep, exactly. And it, the movie does feel a bit off, especially compared to the other movies in the MCU. It's, it's the, the humor doesn't quite work. And Liv Tyler really doesn't work. Uh, just go back to being an elf, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> I didn't mind her that much. <laughs> oh, I just oh, and even my wife, she was like, "Oh, she's in this." Oh, I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, go whisper sweet nothings to other elf people and shoot arrows. <laughs> I like that you're apologizing to your wife for Liv Tyler's performance. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like you had in any way had anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> uh, okay, so Iron Man 2, Thor is great. Thor is... I, I thought... I used to think that Thor, the first one, was one of my favorite uh, of the MCU. I remember almost nothing of Part 2, but I do know that Thor Ragnarok is awesome. And that's like that is like top... Probably top three MC, MCU movies for me. So I'm, I, I'm sure already that I'm not going to like this one here as much as the third Thor movie, but it was still great fun. The comedy is really good. Uh, it, Loki steals the show. Whenever he's in one of these movies, he just steals all the scenes because he's so great in it. I love Loki. I uh, The things that you pronounce your love for so dramatically, I just love it. Um, oh, I get very much in love with things, you see. I, I remember really liking the first Thor. I haven't seen it in a while. I... And the second Thor, I just rewatched not too terribly long ago. And I came to the conclusion that there's, they're really damn good at origin stories. And they, other than Captain America 2, they seem to really drop the ball with sequels. And then they seem to pick it up again with the part threes. Well, hmm. uh, Iron Man aside, uh, but yeah. 
on rewatch of Iron Man 3, I came around on it a little bit. It was like, you know what? That wasn't as bad as I remembered, and it was kind of back to Iron Man 2 status. Thor 2... Thor 2 is very, pretty clearly cut the least of the MCU, in my opinion. And it's not that bad bad, it's just kind of meh. And it's like, alright, well, we need to do that so that we get the red stone, what, the reality stone? I don't know. Mm. But you'll you'll see it. It It's brain-deleting as soon as it's over. That's Which is weird, because, like, Ragnarok is is so good. And even the first Thor, it's like, when I was watching, I'm like, oh, man, I remember all this stuff. It's not like... This, the first Thor movie just erased out of my, yeah. my mind. I remembered it very, very well. And just the, the artistic style that Kenneth Branagh brought to it, which I thought was really cool. I agree. But yeah, I'm, I am thoroughly on board and my wife is, she's, she's nervous. She, whenever we're like, okay, it's time for the next one. She's like, I'm just nervous that you're going to get burned out of these MCU movies and then we're going to be stuck watching, you know, that we're halfway done and then you're just done. Like, I don't know, we've got some good Captain America movies coming up. I just, I gotta get through Iron Man 3. That's the one that I'm most like, oh, shit. Because I watched it once in the theater and we were both like, meh? I think you'll be more okay with it on second watch. At least I was. I was surprised how much I came around. I was like, okay, eh, it's not the best, but it was entertaining, you know. It was the, that's the one with the Mandalorian, or no, shit, not the Mandalorian, the, oh, Mandalorian, god, Eugene, uh, the Midichlorian or something, <laughs> something, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to go for round three where the stakes can oh, really no. change? <laughs> the Mandarin, Mandarin, <laughs> Mandarin, I Yes, Mandarin, there oh, we really? go. Oh, really, okay, hey. oh, I was like, it's something with oranges, something with a fruit. <laughs> I was waiting for the oranges. <laughs> Uh, yes, oh. it's supposedly the Mandarin, but it's fake Mandarin. It's too bad okay. it's not real Mandarin. But you just, okay, so now, uh, Iron Man, Do you did we talk about this at all? Like, the Mandarin references in there, did you catch those at all? Oh, in the first Iron Man or the second yeah, one? Yeah, very first one. Oh, no, uh-uh. The people that are holding Tony hostage in that hostage video, you see the flag behind yeah. them, and it had ten symbols in a circle? Yes. Those are the symbols for the ten rings of the Mandarin. Ah, see, so they're supposedly I, working for the Mandarin. Okay, now if that's the case, that never came to fruition, right? Because Correct. the Mandarin in because part we did three, this whole, yeah, we did this whole fake Mandarin thing. So, is there actually going to be a real Mandarin out there that sometime? If they the want to impress me with the Iron Man storyline, you bet your fucking ass there will be. Yeah, and they really need to do it because it's bullshit that they haven't announced Iron Man four, and yeah. it's they need to get on with it. I mean, if that's that's his Joker. That's his big villain. Oh, really? I see. I don't know the comic books. I I don't. Know I mean, as I understand stuff. it, I've never read. I mean, it's not that I've never read an Iron Man book, but as I understand yeah. it from talking to people, uh, comics people, it, that's the big one. And yeah. in the, did you watch the Iron Man animated movie? I think so. it feels like that was one of them. That or did you watch? Did you watch the Doctor Strange one? Yes, I did. Doctor Strange. I have not seen the Iron Man one. You should check out the Iron Man one. It's about the same quality as the Doctor Strange one, but it, it's him versus his big villain, the Mandarin. And it really does the Mandarin justice, in my opinion. Cool. What, any idea why they went with the fake Mandarin in the third one? I don't know. I remember that it, was a big... I mean, no one liked... I even I didn't know who that character was, but I'm like, that's weird and odd. I don't know. But it pissed off the fanboys, and the only people that liked it are... Hipsters, I guess. I don't know. Ah, They're like, it's different. It's different. It's not what you were expecting. It's like, yeah, (laughs) it's not what I was expecting because I read the source material and, you know, 
It's, that's what I wanted. Uh, yeah. I guess egg on my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stupid me. Uh-huh. Now, my wife and I were talking when we were watching Thor and we're like, like somewhere in Thor's one, two and three, Natalie Portman just kind of, just kind of goes away. And I have no, I don't remember how she goes away, but I'm glad she goes away. Cause oh, why? I'm going, uh, I just, she's, I like, I like her, but I just, in Thor, I'm like, ah, you just, it looks like Thor should crush you because you're so little and pretty and <laughs> just float away to Star Wars land or something. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, go somewhere where there's this creepy kid who talks about sand way too much and kind of exactly yes, and the stops. dreams that I had about floating, yeah, the floating on pig rhinor pig rhinoceros things in the, you know that yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of the uh, very awkward Attack of the Clones reference that you're getting. To. <laughs> Because I'm rolling around in meadows with giant <laughs> space cows. Oh, and I'm like, the only thing I can think of as pigs and rhinoceros is just mushed together and frolicking in the and, and meadow. And two assholes walking out of a theater in Cleveland being like, that's the greatest Star Wars <laughs> that's movie. That's so awesome, dude. Oh. It was all digital. First digital movie ever. Oh, and we did it. We drove an hour and a half to see the hat. Oh. <laughs> Fast forward ten years and we're like, well, that's easily the worst of the series. Like by Easily. A, by a country mile. Mm, yep. But uh, anyway, but there's uh, uh, so that, boy. We have really covered that, a lot of ground here. Uh, so, uh, where are we? Where are We're you? Ready for the, the first Avengers, which I can't. I, I I can't wait for first Avengers movie because that movie kicked ass. It does kick ass, and it totally holds up. Uh, are you watching 3D? I don't think so. I could, but I'm almost out of 3D at this point. It's like, we have the glasses, we could. I thought that the first Avengers movie in 3D was really good. In fact, I remember, that was a long time ago, but I was, I remember I bitched and moaned online about, you've got to see it in 3D, that's the only way to see it. Nah, you don't. You really don't. And I haven't probably haven't seen it in 3D since, I mean, I've watched that movie a couple times since the theater, and I'm guessing I watched it... Well, maybe it, the only way I've ever watched that movie was 3D, so I more than likely I'll watch the regular 2D version. Yeah. That was the first time where I was like, okay, Tony Stark, your shtick is wearing thin. I'm Very specifically, I mean Tony Stark. I don't mean Robert Downey Jr. He does a fantastic job playing the role. But Tony Stark is basically a glorified alcoholic asshole. And yeah, he I, is. Everybody loves him, and he's so witty and clever, and I'm like, no, he's kind of a fucking douchebag. Yeah, he, uh, even in Iron Man 2, I'm like, he's pretty much a dick through the whole movie. He's funny. It's, but, it's like, funny, uh, but in Avengers, it's like, why don't you put on your suit and step outside, or, I don't know, him and Captain, he's always attacking Captain America. And yeah. it's like, dude, just shut your stupid mouth. I mean, I know you're super smart <laughs> and everything, but you're just an asshole. Yeah. No, he's already having shades of that in Iron Man 2. I noticed that. I'm like, ooh, you're kind of mean. Yeah, and in Civil War, it goes off the rails. Uh, it's, but it's still it's still a very good movie, but eh, I'm like, I don't buy your motivations. Yeah. Of your yeah. stupid science fiction superheroes capes movie that I suddenly <laughs> care about, and I, that's a big deal. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so we're man. all caught up on Eugene and the MCU. Yep, I'm so far, I'm... I'm loving it. Oh, I'm I'm saying loving way too much because I mean I love Iron Man, I love Edward Norton, and I love, of course, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And good God, I love him. Yeah, well, there's our intro for the week. Um, no. <laughs> followed by that. It's gonna be that. Hold on, I'm gonna put that into. Oh, oh God. Oh my goodness gracious, that was 
my lungs. You probably don't want to keep that in, do you? That's a lot of fluid. Okay. <laughs> I might. <laughs> that might be the whole intro. It's just that whole thing. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> keep it going. Oh, Judas. Oh. Okay. Got my spittoon. Got my spittoon. One more thing and then we can move on. Oh my goodness, green. Okay. <laughs> and my wife just texted me, you're a mess. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm a mess. I'm sweating and... I just texted your wife. (laughs) I said, he's going to make me puke. (laughs) I'm literally, I'm gagging over here. I'm literally gagging over here. Oh, (coughs) I mean, so much, so much slimy liquid out of my head. We got to stop. I'm going to puke. I know. Like, this shit grosses me out. (sighs) Okay, I recently watched. Let's do that. How about that? Okay. Okay, so I need to. I'm just gonna kind of x out all the Marvel stuff here. Uh, let's just start off with a bang here. The Meg. I won't spend too much time on this because you already talked about it, but I want to echo your thoughts on the movie because I quite liked that movie. I thought it was it was fun. It was. I think that you actually set it up pretty good as far as you know. It's it's just you know. Jason Statham whipping ass, and it looks good. It's a big giant shark. There you go, and that's exactly what it is. Some of the acting was, again, what can you expect from a big shark movie? But some of the acting and the character motivations are like what? Even like I remembered the one, whichever the actor was, it couldn't swim. I'm like, really? You, that your job is out in the ocean and you can't yeah. swim, yeah. really? But you know, okay, I. You just roll with it, but seriously, without Jason Statham, I would have probably dropped it a whole star, because he really was, he brought something extra to it, especially the end battle with him versus the Meg was really cool. I really liked uh, it. I rewatched it, because you said you were going to watch it. Uh, so would, well, let's see how it holds up, see if I feel the same way second round. And I felt the same way. I felt very confident in that review and what, how I sold it to you. It was like, yeah, especially in the second half, you're going to get a, some of that... Was it John Turtletaub who directed this? You're going to get some of that humor. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it was okay. And question yeah. I had for you. Did you see places <clears throat> where they could have inserted mm, extreme gore and made it R-rated? A, a couple, yes. I think with uh, Rain Wilson's character, I think that they could have... Because he gets eaten. There was a couple spots where I'm like, ah, you could have... That one especially. I was like, I would have liked to see, you know, him ripped in half or whatever but otherwise it wasn't when you're dealing with a shark that huge yeah that's exactly what i said i'm not sure how you could add tons and tons of gore other than even even the piranha like how they how uh how piranha was it's like there's those little fish so they can rip little pieces off this is a huge shark that just swallows you whole so i I, 
it was fine for PG-13. It was totally fine right from the get-go. Like, we're talking the first 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, this is a big-budget movie. The CGI is really good in it. Like, it felt like a big summer blockbustery type movie. Uh, man, I I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad that I owned the Blu-ray. In fact, I actually... I watched the first half of this movie on 4K. And the movie is so incredibly bright when they're not underwater, like when they're above water, that it literally was blown out to where I'm like, I it's so white that it's distracting. So I literally took the 4K disc out and popped in the Blu-ray because it's a two-pack, whatever. And I popped in the Blu-ray so that it would look... <laughs> it wouldn't be quite as <laughs> vibrant. And it, it, it sounds crazy to even say that, but literally, like, it was so... I don't want to say clear, but it was. It was, it was just, I guess I could have adjusted. I tried to adjust, a, I did try to adjust a couple settings on the projector, and I'm like, this is crazy how bright this thing is, and to the point where, okay, let's yeah. just go with the Blu-ray. But <clears throat> other than that, I, yep, big thumb, not big thumbs up, but just, it's one that I probably, in a year from now, I will have no recollection of and be like, I kind of think I liked that, and I'll pop it in and I'll be like, yep, this is perfect brain, uh, just eject brain, have a good time, drink. Eat cheese puffs and uh, yep, yeah. Fall asleep during the you know last ten minutes. Yep, and you're I good. agree. And a part of that that ending is what really made me give it a thumbs up. That was so cool and weird. Yeah, that was I had cool. to laugh though at some of the science yeah. on the second time around because oh no, I got to go down and save them. Jump in this tiny little bubble ship from Phantom Menace and go down <laughs> to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. And it's like yeah, I don't care how thick that is. That gl- that would not hold up at that depth. But I'm yeah. T- Oh, and then he uses the, he uses a little, yeah, it totally looked like something out of Star Wars. Like, he uses it to slice the, slice the thing open, the Meg open, and, which they, it was p- pretty cool. I don't, like, it was I cool, like but that. after two feet, the fin would have broke. Yeah. Oh. Brother-in-law's here to pick up knees. Break yep. one. Uh, decide okay. what you're going to do for your next review. I'll be right back. Well, shit, I'm supposed to review another, or think about what I'm going to review for another movie, but I kind of want Eric around for it. Um, what should I talk about? I watched Aladdin uh, with the kids while I was sick and Lucas was sick, and it's almost the stuff of nightmares for kids because of Jafar and we're gonna go and lop your head off, lopping your head off. We sing about cutting people's heads off. It was weird. Um, uh, yeah, but the animation was great, but... Um, um, Aladdin hooks up with, um, what's her name real quick? I'm like, all right, oh, there. Which she's admittedly pretty hot. Um, and the parrot Gilbert Gottfried bird thing is waka waka kind of funny. Um, but man, every time Jafar shows up, my youngest kid was like, I'm gonna shit my pants. That's scary. And I'm like, ah, damn it, it kind of is. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Aladdin is a good movie, but. Boy, I can't believe they got away with some of the stuff they did, but I guess that's Disney in the 90s, or, yeah, early 90s. Uh, oh, and lots of, lots of big-boobed, cartoony women dancing around and singing, and then we're on a magic carpet ride, and whatever, Robin Williams, too. So, um, yeah, all in all, what did I give it? Oh, shit, four and a half stars. <laughs> that might be a little bit much. But, um, yeah, it was it was fun. I rated G, but in today's day and age, probably a PG rating. So, 
There you go. Well, I got that one done. Okay. Aladdin, folks. Um, I actually considered uh, Lion King, but I'm like, no, I don't want to destroy my kids' lives that that soon. I'm good. Just uh, the dad dies, and then the kid turns out to be a little prick. The end. There's Lion King. Um, good God, do I have to pee. Shit. Oh, do I quick run out there and pee and drain my spittoon? Yes. The answer is yes. I do. Okay, I'll see you soon. <laughs> oh, what was all that? Uh-huh. It's weird noises you're making. Ah, come on. I'm trying <sighs> to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you were going, I'm like, oh, I've got to pee so bad. I'm like, oh, I might as well. So another parent's supposed to be showing up for another kid here any minute. So just, oh, hey, I, we're getting it done. And I'd like to yeah. be done in the next 15 or 20 at tops. So uh, do one more. Okay. Okay, um, Blood Beat. Let's talk about Blood Beat real quick. Have you heard of this movie? No, uh, Blood, uh, spell Beat. B-E-A-T, like heartbeat, like, but Blood Beat instead. Okay. Uh, from 2000, from 2000, from 1983, <laughs> from Fabri- yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I was just afraid you were going to say Blood B-E-E-T, and I was like, oh, we got a full-on Dwight Schrute round. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rain Wilson episode. <laughs> Uh, Blood Beat, uh, from Fabrice A. Zafirat, doesn't matter. Uh, a woman who lives in deer hunting country in rural Wisconsin is possessed by the spirit of a Japanese samurai warrior. And that is a pretty accurate description of this movie that really is a whole bunch of scenes of nothing that mush together into some hick slasher deer hunting samurai whatchamacallit, I kind of liked it. Uh, it's Vinegar Syndrome, put it out, uh, and in fact, this is my second view, and the first viewing, I'm like, that is, that is so awful, like, awful, and uh, then I put it back on my shelf, and then about a year or so later, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I'm like, ah, you know what, like, ah, a lot of people were putting this on their, like, like on, I'm, I'm like, on, like, Vinegar Syndrome Facebook page or whatever, and they're like, oh, what are your top five Vinegar Syndrome titles that you own? And a lot of people say Bloodbeat. Well, I'm like, well, shit, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe give it another chance. And I am actually glad I did, because there is so many WTF moments in this movie. Like, there's, like, a girl, this this samurai warrior thing shows up whenever this girl has an orgasm, which doesn't make any sense, but kind of, uh, and Kind of does, I guess, because nothing else makes sense in the movie, so why not? But I just think it's so funny that it's, like, deer hunting stuff and samurai warrior stuff. And, ow, oh, the acting is, it's, like, cry wilderness awful good. Uh, it's something else, man. Uh, it's glad to own it. I've kind of come around on that one. Uh, but it makes zero, zero sense. And I think the budget, it looks like the budget was probably zero dollars, too. Anyway, there you go. Bloodbeat. Thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Went from zero to thumbs up. That's that's yeah. what you get on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell do I want to talk about? Uh, I finished up um, Blade Trinity. How about we start there since we're doing so much comic book shit? Blade Trinity. Because I watched the first two in October with the wife, and uh, we need to finish finish up the trilogy. I mean, how often... When was the last time you saw this movie? 
I saw that one time on DVD back when it came out, uh, and no. It is rough, but it helps if you know that behind the scenes they had a lot of problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And every it was, time... That I, was, there was problems with Wesley Snipes, right? He was him, the director, butted heads, correct? Yeah, and I think I would err on the side of Wesley Snipes, to be perfectly honest, because the yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of strong directing from this guy in the rest of the mm-hmm. movie. You know what I mean? It's not like you can point and say, well, you can tell that he was really trying. It's like, ah, there was a lot of shoddy stuff in there. What's up? I'm not here, but I just have to tell you something. Can I go see if the car's here? No, just stay inside. He'll come to the door and knock when they're here. Okay. okay? You want to say hi, Eugene? Uh, hey! Eugene, say hi, Eugene. Hi, Eugene. Hi. Say, movie freaks. Movie freaks. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Go out and wait. Tell me when he's here, okay? Close the door, please. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, where was I? Blade Trinity. Uh, there. I mean, Jessica Biel is hot and kicks some ass and... Uh, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and everything, so why not here as well? You hate the vampires with a burning passion. The one that's a WWE wrestler is awful. And Triple H. Yeah, he's terrible. He should have stuck... To, wasn't he the one that did the uh, horror movie where he was roaming the hotel and uh, with a mask on and didn't say anything and killed everybody? No, that's Kane. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's that's Kane from See No Evil. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the kind of role that he should be going for. One where you wear a mask and don't speak because you're awful. <laughs> uh, the movie itself, it's not good, but it's not the worst thing in the world. And it's still a Blade thing, so it's like, ah, it's kind of interesting. And I have the... I don't know, what do I have here? The, uh, the Blade TV show they did a season of? It, it started oh, off, yeah. it started off yes. with a... TV movie. I have that on, I've had it on my shelf forever and I haven't got around to watching it. I should probably check that off. Blade Trinity. Not good, but not the worst thing ever made. Next up, Batman Begins. This was on Pluto TV and I wanted to give it a rewatch. More like I was busy doing stuff in the office and it's on in the background. Why the hell not? And I'm sure I've talked about this movie many times, but I just wanted to give uh, another take on it because it's been a while since I've watched it, and I'm kind of in the mood to go through that series again, just because the Batmans we've been getting uh, that are, have been non-animated have been divisive. Let's put it that way. This movie completely holds up, and holy shit, is it good. Mm. Uh, I was surprised at one point, because anybody that's a Game of Thrones fan, who's the worst, most despicable, horrible person in that show? Unredeemable. Uh, not Joffrey, but the other... No, the, no, it's the, Joffrey. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, Joffrey or the guy that names the other guy Reek. I hated him. Yeah, I hated, hated. him too, but Joffrey... Uh, I, yeah. I was like, how is this guy ever going to work again? Because every time I see him, I'm just going to be like, Joffrey, somebody kill it. Kill it yeah. with fire. <laughs> He's that bad. I was like, there's no way you can ever make him sympathetic. And then I watched Batman Begins again. Did you know that he's in Batman Begins? Really? He has a small kind of bit part. He's it's a kid actor role, and he just them he bats them eyes at you. And I was like, dude, I want to protect this kid. I love this kid. Huh? He does. I don't even know if he has any lines. Oh no, he it's you, isn't it? And Batman throws him the uh, eyeglass thing. 
But it was just a tiny little cameo role, but I was like, oh, that's Joffrey. There is hope for him, even though yeah. this was years before he was Joffrey. But <laughs> maybe he's a good enough actor to bring it back around. Uh, other than that, the movie itself is still freaking awesome. I love it. I can't wait to go watch the other Batman movies, uh, Nolan Batman movies at some point, but I'll probably wait until uh, wife and daughter are available for that. So look forward to those reviews in 2027. Hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to you. What time is it? <coughs> I think we're pretty good, right? Yeah, we're okay. Okay. Um, okay, next up for me, I hinted at this one last week, Come and See. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this movie. I got it on DVD. I, I oh, Well, I had to see it because Come and See. And I saw. <laughs> it's, it's two hours and 20 minutes. Um, it's a Russian movie. And it's a... Good God, this movie. Um, it, this is a hard one to classify. It basically it's the the uh, ruination of the innocence of a child. Basically, in World War II, uh, this this young Russian kid becomes a Russian soldier, and we just follow him around for over two hours as he goes from this bright eyed kid to lit- literally like an old man within the time frame of a couple days. Uh, it is, this is a rough, rough, rough watch. Like, not a feel-good movie, of course, at all, but very, like, I cannot believe that Criterion has not done a Blu-ray of this, because the, the DVD that I bought is shit. I mean, the quality is terrible, and this one screams a full-on remaster. It's shot in the um, 4 by 3 kind of aspect ratio, so it, I don't know, it just has this, immediacy of it like it's the, like the camera is always following this kid around and it's so damn devastating and there's not much nazi stuff until the end and then when it shows up like there's almost no violence in this movie but where this movie goes it's like it goes to such dark places with this kid's innocence and when we finally see um what the nazis are capable of even though we don't see it really in graphic violence we see it with just Oh, how do I say? It's like, basically, they... Well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to... Because there may be some listeners out there that want to check this movie out. But rest assured, when the Nazis finally do show up in this movie, that's uh, that's about as rough uh, stuff as I've seen in a long time. It was... Ugh. It's... I'm not sure if I'll... I'll probably watch it again if it ever would be remastered or whatever and cleaned up because this looks like it would have been a very beautiful movie. But... Damn, that's a hard watch. Like, we're talking Schindler's List level of just ugh. So, there you go. Fun. Come and see. <clears throat> um, okay, next up. Let's get back to the fun stuff. Hellfest from 2018. This uh, actually got a theatrical release. And it was one that got pretty much shit on. Bad reviews, blah, blah, blah. Picked it up on 4K Blu-ray then, of course. For actually a really, really good price. And uh, this is one where the the 4K is positively stunning because the entire movie or most of the movie is set in this huge uh, haunted, I don't know, haunted amusement park. It's not just a haunted house, but it's like an, a full-on amusement park that is, uh, you know, there to scare you. And these uh, kind of sort of obnoxious 20-somethings are there to get their scare on. Uh, but the artistic style of the movie... That basically alleviated all of the annoying characters. And there's like, there's really two. Two of the girls in the movie are really annoying. 
And everybody else is fine, but these two girls are really, they annoyed me. But the art direction in the movie is, it's so awesome looking, especially on 4K Blu-ray. It was, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. There was a couple of really cool, gory parts, and they, I think they held back a little bit. There's actually one scene, I'm not going to spoil it, I'll just say it's a guillotine, like a guillotine scene that should have been just amazeballs, and they, I'm like, oh, come on, you, you really, you, you had yourself set up so great for this, and you swing and a miss, but the movie itself, a, it's basically The Strangers, but in a, with, yeah, The Strangers, but with one guy in a big amusement park. And it, so it's, it, I don't know, it, it, it doesn't feel slashery. It feels a little bit more, does that make sense? It feels a little bit more home invasion-y than a slasher Yeah, movie. it makes sense. But this, what we're running into here is the, <clears throat> the year of the Comet movie. Because you've got Hellfest that came out September, and then you've got Bloodfest that came out in August. And Bloodfest. I haven't seen Bloodfest yet, but, uh, oh, I want to. I want to see all these fest movies, but Hellfest You have is, to, to see if it, yeah. how it matches up. Uh, fans flock to a festival celebrating the most iconic horror movies only to discover the charismatic showman behind the event has a diabolical agenda as festival attendees start dying, blah, 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 blah. You get it. But I, that was made by Rooster Teeth, who I'm a huge fan of. So I oh, can, yeah. I can guarantee you that Bloodfest, whatever it's going to be, it will be funny. Uh, Hellfest, I hate it when, why do they do this? How does this happen? Is it just the stars align and people, yeah. Yeah, and it's not, it's not like Hellfest. I mean, that got a theatrical release. It's not like it did gangbusters at the theater. The budget was $5 million. It made in the United States, it made $11 million. So it's like, it, well, the, the, the like, Rooster oh, people, they have their own website where they promote their stuff. So they're going to release it mm. that way. Okay. Anyway, so I, I, I think that you would be annoyed by some of the characters and especially some of the character beats, like how they, like certain things that they do. I'm like, don't, no, you don't do that. But I was along for the ride. I enjoyed this. Thoroughly, it, it was. It even has a little bit of a zinger ending that I quite liked. Um, and upon look, scouring the internet, I'm like, "Oh, everybody hates the ending." Of course, I'm like, "Why? Why would you?" That's cool. That's a, a little bit of a different take on the slasher movie, I guess. So, yep, I liked it. That gets a thumbs up. Well, you're going to get that blood feast at some or blood fest at oh, some point. Yeah, yeah. It's actually uh, I have a bull move. A bull move. Fucking hell. Uh, I've got a. <laughs> I've got a bull moose order that I'm ready to hit purchase, and that's one of them in my cart right now is, I've got, uh, let's see, Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals, uh, Bloodfest, and, oh, Devilfish, because why shouldn't I spend money on a Mystery Science Theater movie that's now in Blu-ray? Uh, huh. Only if it's a Mystery Science Theater version. It's a Code Red version. Oh, nope. boy. <laughs> Did we laugh at the Mystery Science Theater version of that oh, shit fest? Yeah, I'll probably, well, fest. we'll see. I might do <laughs> Good lord, that actually scared me. My my son, who is just on the podcast, is now at the door banging on it. Front door, outside, don't know why. (sighs) (laughs) That literally scared me. Like, While he's gone, I might as well quick review Primal Rage, a Bigfoot movie that uh, just came out. Um, Sorry, TJ, this is not for me. Uh, The... Acting was beyond atrocious. Like, that was literally some of the worst acting I've seen. And, um, oh my god, I hated the acting in this movie. I hated the characters, the writing. It's like they had good cinematography and really good effects, and it was all squandered. I don't, I'm like, why you, it was an hour and 45 minutes. Why in the world wouldn't you edit the movie down to like an hour and 20 minutes and just 
have the actors say as little as possible instead of yapping and yapping and trying to, like, trying to be, I don't know, the movie tries to be Predator at one point, um, and this backstory mythology of this Bigfoot thing, and oh my lord, I so did not care, um, yeah, I struggled with that one. It just, the plants did not align on that one for me. The runtime was no. The acting was, that was some really, really bad acting. Um, but I will give the movie props for one thing. The effects and the creature looked good. The, the creature looked good. Um, and the effects were gory, but that was a swing and a miss for me. Sorry, man. I, one and done. What's one and done? Oh, I quick, I very fast reviewed Primal Rage, the the Bigfoot movie that, um, yeah, yeah, would it probably at this point be on my worst movies of the year? Uh, that's that's definitely on there. I the acting was, I, I your dog does better acting than the characters in that movie. I'm positive. I don't know about that. He's very <laughs> loud and obnoxious. He's oh. basically the Nicolas Cage of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last round for me. And speaking of Nicolas Cage, Drive Angry. Hey. Where did you come out on this movie? Uh, I saw that once in the theater, and remember thinking it was not that great, but kind of batshit crazy, but I I was like, eh, it was, eh. Your assessment is pretty on point. I picked up the Blu-ray for like a buck or two. I was like, why the hell not? It's a, oh, it was a buck. I got it for a buck, down at Dollar Tree. You know what? That's, I'll totally buy that for a buck. And it was absolutely worth a buck. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. he's nuts and there's hell in the lots of the plot he breaks out of hell and then he's escaping from people chasing him from hell and then he drives back to hell i mean why not it was entertaining for what it was and i think you should give it another chance i think you'd probably enjoy it more on the second round at home especially if you picked it up stupid cheap like that yeah that was the from the director of my bloody valentine remake which was i thought pretty good yeah hmm one more, and then I'm going to be done because the house is falling apart. Oh, I mean, apart. It's, it's your your house is it's crazy. Well, it's kids are getting picked up, and mom's coming home from work, and the dogs are going ape. Ugh. And in half an hour, everybody will be asleep, and it'll be, all be silent in the house. And dad'll mm-hmm. dad'll be in his man closet watching movies for the next three <laughs> hours. That's that's what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> last up, Forty Seven Ronin with uh, Keanu Reeves. Huh. I either saw this at the Dollar Theater or Rental. I don't remember where I first saw it. I, I kind of feel like it was a Dollar Theater. And I expected to like it a lot more than I did. I was kind of meh on it. I thought it was too long. And well, I was just like, eh, whatever. CGI creatures, blah, blah, blah. On rewatch, though, like Eugene with his shitty slasher movies, mm-hmm. I liked it quite a bit more. I'm not going to go so far as to say it's a great movie or anything, but... I just enjoyed it more the second time around. It was I got it on Vudu. I got the code I think from TJ, and I I don't know. It was just easier to swallow the second time around. There's still some things in there that are tough to swallow, like uh, Japanese culture stuff from that time period, as far as people being forced to commit seppuku to retain their honor, and you know what I mean, like shit like. Where they say, okay, you've dishonored your house, so kill yourself, and then you'll regain your honor of your house. That's like, okay. Like, that's a bit much for just a slight dishonoring, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, but it is what it is, and, you know, that stuff did happen at the time. It's just weird to watch Keanu Reeves in that role. 
or be stuck in the mix of it. But that's that typical Hollywood machine of, well, we got to put an American in there, like when Matt Damon was defending the Great Wall uh, in Asia. I was just going to say yeah. that reminds me of that Great Wall movie, Other, which I haven't otherwise seen. Otherwise, them stupid Americans can't associate with none of them <laughs> other people. <laughs> As if they those kinds of people would ever watch these movies anyway. Whatever. They, Hollywood yeah. has their grand, uh, <laughs> um, what's it called? They have their grand system, and they're going to plug the numbers in where they are, and that's how they, whatever, they've got their system. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I, I still enjoyed the movie, and I think you should give it a shot. I think you would enjoy it, too. Okay. All right. And you have that on Blu-ray? I got it on my Voodoo. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, you want to do another one, or coming soon? Let's do coming soon to wrap this up. We're at hour 20, so. Okay. Uh, coming soon for me, I've got uh, The Nun, which is the new... Conjuring or whatever series, I again I picked that up for cheap on Blu-ray, and I other than the latest Annabelle movie, which I thought was a big step down, I've I've enjoyed all of that series. So and hey, who doesn't love evil creepy nuns? I do. They're here. All right, all right, see ya. Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Tons and tons of MCU, of course. Uh, oh, and for some reason, I'm itching to watch um, alien invasion movies. And by alien invasion, I mean like Under the Skin and the one, I, f- I always forget what it's called, where the family is, uh, this, the aliens kind of hone in on this family and the dad is stupidly never believes the wife. And it's really, for some reason, I really like that movie. It's kind of scary. I think you were kind of mad on it, but I really liked it. Is Carrie Russell in it, maybe? Remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah, I do. Vaguely. I just, I always, that movie always creeped me out. Just the looks of the aliens in that movie and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, Judas <laughs> Priest. It is like, it's like Disney World over in your house right now. Yeah. Just loud. Yep. <laughs> just, just be quiet. That's all you got. Close the door, please. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he doesn't close it. He leaves it a crack so that we can hear everything. Okay, I'll yep. do it coming soon. Wrap this up and everybody can go about their lives without listening to my home. <laughs> you know, it's been something. Uh, coming soon for me. Uh, I managed to snag uh, Voodoo Code for the new Halloween movie. I'm, I started that. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to keep watching that one. I've got a couple other movies on Voodoo recently that I want to watch. I can't remember what they are at the time at the moment. Uh, Kingsman, the sequel. I've been talking about that for a while, but I'm really ready to press play on that one. And I don't know what else because I've been so busy at work. So we will see. Whatever I can manage to squeeze in. And if I can't yep, squeeze anything in, I've got 57 VHS movies that I've already watched that I can review mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Are you going to kind of, I know that, I mean, we're watching them in order. Are you going to be rewatching any of the MCU as well? Or I kind of always am. I, okay. I, you know, most of those movies I've seen three, four times. So uh, whenever I get in the comic book kick, I'll just hit the voodoo and see what I got on there. I, Thor Ragnarok might happen again. I want to see that one again. Okay. I watched I watched Venom again with my wife. I, you should check that out. It's good. I watched yep. it twice now in like a week. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get around to that one for sure. Especially now that I know the director, like I, the guy that did uh, Zombie Land or Zombie World or whatever. Like, yep, that's what it's called, right? Zombie Land, I think. Okay, yeah. Oh, your shirt, by the way. You've got Westward Ho or the. It's a, oh, that's the video game. That's or there's a video game of that, right? Yeah, you have died of dysentery. 
Yeah. Which I probably have. Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oregon Trail, it's yes. predicting your future. Next week, it Eugene is. dies of dysentery. And there's You're the right? title of the episode. <laughs> I'm <Andrew> Weaver. <laughs> bye. Just bye. See Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.